Christian Carguy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now. Oh, 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 you can't stop today. And you can't stop God's roll <laughs> today, uh, the Christian car guy. It, yes, that's the title of the show. You can't stop God's roll. And I'm just telling you that God is a car guy. And I'm going to prove that to you <laughs> today in so many ways that, you know, God was on a roll, especially at Easter when you think about it. Because, <laughs> you, you know, the stone did roll. And I'm just saying that there's there's going to be a whole lot more about that as we think about this a minute. But I, I, there's so much in that intro. There may be more in that intro than I have ever done. I don't know that I could completely even delineate all that I can see in that intro. But anyway, first of all, we have John Fogarty, and you might remember his band was named Credence Clearwater Revival. So we got some water in there, it's clear, and there's a revival involved. And then there was confusion on the ground. And who's going to stop the rain? You might ask Noah. He would tell you who could stop the rain. <laughs> he knew the guy. <laughs> and through the ages, right, trying to find the sun. Do you think he was saying try to find the S-O-N or the S-U-N? Which sun was he saying? And interestingly, if you look back at trying to stop the rain, there was one who did do it. It was God. And in Genesis 8:22, and the Lord smelled the pleasing aroma. That was of Noah's sacrifice. He said, never again will I curse the ground because of man, even though every inclination of his heart is evil from his youth. And never again will I destroy all living creatures as I have done. And this is a promise right here. This is huge. And this is how God rolls. I'm telling you, as long as the earth endures, seed time that's the spring, and harvest, that's the fall, cold, which is winter, and heat, which is summer, shall never cease. In other words, he's on a roll, and if you think about it, the earth is rolling. <laughs> and God is saying that Easter will continue to roll, and roll it does, right? It, it does. And just like the Grinch discovered you can't take away you know, all the stuff. You, you can't take away the Easter dresses and the eggs and the ham lunch, but you will never take away Easter. And I'm telling you, God is a car guy, and he is going to keep rolling. So, still on the Creedence Clearwater Revival, right? Did you notice the next song I picked from them, which happened to be Proud Mary? Now, I don't know if you ever noticed this. <laughs> in, the movie, in the song, which was on the river, which was Clearwater, perhaps, and this was Mary, and she's talking about rolling, right? Well, who was the biggest, and what was the biggest rock and roll moment in all of history, right? It was Mary. She was there. She was there, and she's proud now, I'm just telling you. But think of the picture, as I, I can, of proud Mary, okay? That God painted, I'm talking centuries before that rock and roll moment that we know as Easter morning. It was Miriam in Hebrew. Miriam is where they got the name Mary, right? 
And so Miriam was the original rock and roll singer. She sang to the rock that gushed water in the desert. See, he, God has been painting this rock and roll moment since, like, way before, you know, we could even consider it. So then, so we got Proud Mary. We got, I know you're thinking, Robbie, you're putting a whole lot into this. Well, I just can see it. But the movie Hairspray really delivers for me. It delivers something that just speaks to my heart. I, I've, I've loved the movie for years. But I'm going to read the lyrics of what she actually is saying. And it comes right at the end of the movie. And she says, you can't stop today as it's speeding around the track. Right? You, you can't stop it. You cannot stop the day. It's coming. It's, it's, the rest of the day will be here shortly. Yesterday is history, and it's never going to come back. Because tomorrow is a brand new day. And again, this movie had a lot to do with... Um, all sorts of, of, of different degradation, but it says, because tomorrow is a brand new day and it doesn't know white from black. Because you can't stop the motion of the ocean. If you've ever tried that, it can't be done. Or the rain from above. It's interesting that she makes reference to that. You can't stop the paradise that we're dreaming of. In other words, no matter what, Easter's coming, but actually the wedding supper of the Lamb is coming. And you can't stop the rhythm of two hearts in love to stay because you can't start the beat, right? You can't stop the beat. So if you go to Christian Car Guy, I spent a good part of last week. <laughs> you know, if somebody saw this, they were like, Robbie, you spent all this time on this. I probably spent, oh, 14, 15 hours on a picture to illustrate God's role. So if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, you'll see the, the, the fruit of my labor, <laughs> literally. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's really the circle of life from God's, it's God's wheel, right? So if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, you'll see it as, you know, you can't start God's role, the title of today's show. But as I begin to tell you this picture, when you think about the role that God's on and that we've all experienced, it starts out with a seed, right? And, and, and Jesus use this terminology time and time again with the sower and all that stuff and when Jesus was even talking about that he was going to die in John 12 23 he says the hour has come for the son of man to be glorified truly I tell you unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and it dies it remains only a seed but if it dies it bears much fruit and then he says whoever loves his life will lose it but whoever hates his life in this world will keep it even into eternal life. So, again, coming back to the seed, okay? Jesus was planted. He was in the grave. I'm showing you this is a role that we're going to talk about. He went in as a human, as God. It's miraculous. And they planted, <laughs> I mean, they planted the most powerful seed that, oh, my goodness, what was going to happen? Because if you really picture this with me for a minute, when Jesus went into the tomb, Rome was, you know, waylaying people right and left, Jews, whoever, they didn't matter. Women were treated like absolute dogs. There were no hospitals. There were very, very few schools in the whole world. I mean, think about the world where Jesus was planted. And then, interestingly, if you look at the Hebrew language, the, the letter for 
that we think of as the end of amen, when you hear that N at the end of amen, that letter is a nun, and it is pictured in the Paleolithic Hebrew language as a seed. <laughs> it all comes together as this seed is planted and it begins to build a root. Well, that root, if you look at that in Hebrew, is a shin, and, and, and it's the idea of a tooth. Now, I don't know if you ever thought about this. I thought about this morning when I was taking communion, which you know I like to do every day. And so, had you ever considered, and I was thinking about this circle, that the circle is actually going to be the plant gets seeded, the seed gets planted, it becomes a tree, that, that's a zaddock, and then it, it flowers, and then it bears fruit, and then you have a seed to begin another one, and so the circle goes. But when you take communion, you take in seeds through the bread, and then you drink the blood, which is fruit. <laughs> so you're, you're actually encompassing Christ's entire circle of life there, so to speak, right? As the blood was the fruit of, of what he actually did that would cover us from our sin, we take in his body as the seed, and then we take in the fruit. So the deal is that there is a wheel. There is a role, and I'm going to get a lot more into where we can see these wheels and these roles in the Bible, but I want you to be thinking in your life, where have you got where you planted something and you ended up harvesting fruit? Now, that might have been good fruit or bad fruit. I've, I've definitely experienced much of both. But the point is, is once you plant the seed, <laughs> he who sows much will reap much. And so we can be thinking about this circle and what you're planning, what you're reaping. When we come back, 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share. 866-34-TRUTH. God is on a roll. I'm telling you, Easter is coming tomorrow, and there's no way it won't. cannot stop God's roll. Tomorrow the stone will roll. <laughs> it will be Easter as surely as your sunrise services that we will be enjoying in all new ways. And what an opportunity we have to celebrate, even though, you know, my daughter was telling me about her Easter dress that she was so excited to wear. She's going to wear it. She's going to wear it to the Sunday services that we're enjoying online in, in our house. Why not? Why not dress up for the people you love the most? You know, why not show God that no matter what, you know, Easter is here. He's on a roll. It's what's going to happen. And today we need your, you know, I'm all by myself, so I need your calls. You know, I'm, I'm wondering where have you been sewing and this thing just kept rolling. <laughs> Sometimes we roll, you know, gossip and, oh, my gosh, some of the seeds that we've planted and we end up reaping that. Sometimes we sow wonderful stuff and that comes back to us. 866-348-7884 is a number to call in and share. You know, I, I guess it's been about eight or nine years ago I sowed the seed of the Jesus labor love. You know, I've thought about that many times that. I just got on the air and started talking about we could help out single moms and widows and families in crisis if, if, if we could find some 
car people to be willing to work on these cars on Saturdays. And, the, we, you know, it, it, it all started out very interesting. But as we sowed those seeds, wow, you know, they began to take root. And, and interestingly, when you look at that tree to come up in that chart that I talked about that I put there on Christian Car Guy, it becomes that Zadok, which means righteousness. In other words, those seeds become to, if they're, if they're good seeds, they 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 have built-in righteousness. They're going to make things right that were wrong. So here's these people. I had a very calls this very week, right? Um, their car exploded. You know, their, they they sent me a picture of their of their oil pan where the hole came out of the bottom, right? And so we have opportunity to help. Now we don't necessarily have all the resources to help right now, but God's going to make it right. And we had an opportunity to pray with her. And we had opportunity to engage um, and an opportunity to plant some more seeds because the interesting thing is you plant the seed, it takes root. Then the root begins to build this righteousness if it's a good fruit, and then it flowers. And think about the beauty of that and the aroma and how God loves that, and then it, it bears fruit. And this is all part of the role that, that, that is the circle of life from a biblical standpoint. And God's been painting this picture, by the way, for all the generations for years and years and years. But interestingly, if you look carefully at the word wheel, which being a car guy that I am, I have, I have looked carefully at the word wheel in Hebrew. And the last letter on it is not, I'm sure you're not shocked to find out that it also is a nun. It is also a seed. Um, and it. When you, when you look at the history of it, do you know who had the first chariot in the Bible, I'm just telling you? It was Joseph, okay? And Joseph, can you picture? I know Joseph was a car guy because he had that coat, right? <laughs> so there he was in his chariot, styling and profiling with that coat. I know they'd taken away the coat by then, but I bet he had another coat. And <laughs> so Joseph, he had a chariot, man. And, 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 and on it went, right? And then interestingly, did you know, did you know this little fun fact that David, King David, he put together the gold so that Solomon could weave the cherubim's chariots. Now, I know you don't see the chariots in like that took up Elijah or the ones that Ezekiel saw till way later in the Bible, but even as soon as, as David and Solomon, they knew about God's chariot. They knew that God was a car guy. They knew he was on a roll, I'm telling you. And so they put it in the tapestry on the altar of incense. You can read it right there in 1 Chronicles 28 to 18, right? They are, they are weaving these chariots that the cherubim are riding, right? Because they've been rolling for all time, I'm just saying. And they, God understands wheels way better than I do. And I should, that I'm not even in the same world, okay? But the point that I'm trying to get at is like, oh, my gosh, he's been on a roll forever. And I don't know if, you, if you've noticed this, but in Zechariah 6, where they talk about the horses of the apocalypse, which we all know from Revelation, you know, you got, and one of those horses is the dapple one. Guess what they're pulling in Zechariah? You don't hear them in Revelation with John, what he showed. But in Zechariah, those horses are pulling chariots. And, and so those wheels that we've seen throughout the story of the Bible, do you think it's any just bizarre coincidence that men love cars? <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, God is a car guy. 
and we reflect his image. And so God has had a thing about wheels, clearly, you know, just clearly. And if you spend any time in Ezekiel, look at Ezekiel's wheels, right? The wheel within a wheel. And, you know, one of those might have been a steering wheel, I'm just saying. <laughs> just begin to picture all this stuff. So there is this circle and there is this connection between sowing and reaping and fruit and righteousness that clearly is illustrated from the Bible. Now, how does that play out in your life? We got stories. You know, I think about the one time I experienced a role that really changed everything. It was when I was behind the Jeep and the Jeep, the guy got out of the car, left it out of gear and it, that car rolled and it crushed me and there was no stopping that roll, okay? When this car is going to hit you, you can hold out your hands and try to hope that it's not going to crush you, but it does. And what seemed like the absolute worst thing that could ever happen to me, God used. I, I cannot tell you how many times I have shared the story of how God saved my bacon when I got crushed by the Jeep. How he came and he gave me a hug. How he provided a surgeon, you know, that had worked in Vietnam in this little bitty hospital in Murphy, North Carolina. He had dropped off a business card two days before I was in there in case they ever had any traumas. How did that happen? Like God had prepared advice for this role that was going to end up planting all sorts of marvelous seeds over the years of my life. I think about how many times I've been able to share those seeds as, as, a, as a result of that particular role. We got more stories. We need your story. 866-348-7884. Easter is coming tomorrow. God's on a roll. The stone will roll. I'm telling you. 866-348-7884. Long as I remember being been coming down Clouds of mystery Confusion on the Can't stop God's role today <laughs> on the Christian Car Guy Show. This very special Easter Eve, and you're waiting for me to say it, and yes, it's Easter Eve. I don't know if you call it, it Saturday has another word for, for the Saturday before Easter, but no matter what we do, we can't stop God's role. The stone is going to roll tomorrow. God is clearly a car guy. So uh, what I was really really hoping today that you could be thinking about wow where did i get on this roll that i sowed seeds god gave me the seeds or i was sowing bad seeds and i ended up with some fruit that i had not anticipated or ended up with some beautiful fruit how does that work out in your life when did you see that happen 866-348-7884 let me tell you about one that i thought of so i had more time to think about it <laughs> Years ago, when I had the dealership, actually, which is fascinating to me, right down the street, just a couple blocks from here, is a Chrysler store that I used to be the general manager of years ago. And I started a Bible study there. And I would invite all the employees. I got in a lot of trouble for it. I, it may be actually 
when I find out in heaven the actual reason I ended up losing the job, I certainly was told I had to cease and desist at one point in time and, and told that if I didn't, I'd be fired. So we moved our Bible study off the premises. But I still, before that, had invited every single employee, and it was a regular habit of mine to invite the employees to come to the Bible study, which coincidentally happened to be Saturday morning. <laughs> which I find hilarious that to this day I do a Bible study Saturday morning. But at a car dealership, Saturday morning, in, you know, is a neat day because you're going to see a lot of customers. And so we had this Bible study. Well, I sowed those seeds, and, and we enjoyed it. And, and certainly I could tell you all kinds of fruit that happened at the time. But the part that blows my mind is about 10 or 11 years later, I had been fired from that job, and I would moved on. And, and God had made a way for me to own my own dealership in Moxville, North Carolina, and in the same week, I had two different people tell me from two different sources, completely different people that were unrelated. This one friend of mine came to me and said, Robbie, Tony Rahim's today wanted you to know that he accepted Christ. And, and he was my sales manager at one point in time at North Point. He was actually from Iran. He was Persian. And I found it fascinating that after he came to Christ, he wanted me to know right and i think the reason he wanted me to know was because he knew that i'd been praying and he, and he he knew that i'd sown a seed that this was something that maybe he needed to think about like i didn't have anything to do with actual whatever harvest happened in tony rahim's today's life but god sent me word to encourage me that the seeds that i had sown had borne fruit and the same week within a day or two i got another message this time was from a lady and this lady said and I'm trying to remember the name of my, I had a, a lady that worked in my human relations, in my public relations department, making all the phone calls to the customers. And she told this lady, I want you to tell Robbie that I came to Christ. <laughs> it was the same week. And it was from two completely different, unrelated things. And it was like God was just that week and it encouraged me to say, hey, you sowed these seeds, Right. And you buried them, and you walked away, and I continued to water them. And they started to grow, and they became this righteousness, right? And the righteousness itself, once it becomes that little tree, that little zaddock that looks like a righteous tree, like Jesus died on, well, then they too will flower, and they too will bear fruit, which will plant seeds, you see? And the, and the roll goes on. God is on a roll and these are the things that God is doing constantly with some of the things, you know, we just don't realize the seeds that, that we're planting out there and that, that no matter what, you know, God is, is in there and he's working. I was thinking about it this morning. You know, when God, the father, saw his son being planted in that tomb, he understood something we really do not on what fruit would would come out of that particular seedling. Oh my goodness. Well, I have, for those of us who are regular listeners of Christian Car Guy, one of my dearest friends is Bob Young and our Christian junkyard guy. And as we all know, he lost his son, oh, maybe eight or nine years ago now. It's been a while. Which has to be one of the hardest things I've ever seen anybody i mean i i've had my share of stuff no doubt but nothing like that and it was his it was his only 
son from a standpoint of his bloodline. And so it, it, this was really, really hard. And he was really, really close to this son. But if you noticed how much afterwards Bob wanted to make Rob Young's life count. I mean, he invested in the rescue mission because they, they were the ones that baptized Rob. He invested in so many different ministries against drug abuse and all sorts of things because he, he had this urge as a father to make his life, his son's life count. The, the seed had been planted in the ground and now, right, he wanted it to bear up righteousness and he wanted it to bear up a flower and fruit. And all those things, because guess what? He's got the same heart of his father. Well, when you think about God the Father's heart as his very son is being planted and, and, it, and, it, and it's going to come out and the righteousness that, that we all enjoy, like, oh, my goodness, I get to be on a radio today and talk about this in complete freedom. Right? Nobody's going to fire me today because I talk about Jesus or, or cars or, or, you know, in the same sense. <laughs> you know, that I have this because many, many, many other people died or in the ground and we are enjoying the fruit of what Christ did for the church because it just keeps going. And what he said, we're going to do bigger things and better things. And so even in these times, which seem really different than any of us who have ever lived in, we have such beautiful opportunities to plant seeds and to think about, oh my goodness, everybody's life, those that are unfortunately like, you know, my, my other daughter is a nurse. And she's telling me about this nurse that's over across town and, and she's fighting for her life, 30 years old. And, and, and clearly, my wife, my daughter's a nurse. And so, you know, my concerns are there. <laughs> Believe me, I, I feel this, you know, it's really intense. But at the same time, I'm thinking, God will plant those seeds. He, he can make things that are, you know, beyond anything I could ever imagine for the parents of that nurse were she to die or all those that are, you know, under those circumstances. In other words, you cannot stop God's role. It, it, it's, it's just there. And so, again, we would love to hear your story. I <laughs> did not mean for this to be a one-hour monologue today. But anyway, I can, I'll keep going. 866-348-7884 today. We would love to hear your story. I need to hear your story. 866-348-7884. So, you know, let me tell you about a time I reaped some bitter fruit. <laughs> we, we, we had that. So I worked in a body shop when I was younger, as you might imagine. I was a car guy my whole life. And, and um, my boss, I, I just didn't see eye to eye with him on a lot of levels. <laughs> and, and so, you know, I was constantly behind his back talking about him. You might imagine Maybe you can't, but I would, you know, go to my friends and I'd say, oh, Frank, look what he's doing this time. Look what he's doing that, you know. And, and you know what happened? I started to bear fruit on that. <laughs> and the fruit was everybody got dissatisfied and a bunch of people began to quit. And there was all kinds of turmoil. And, you know, nobody enjoyed working there. And, and, and I was certainly playing my part in that. And the fruit that we began to eat 
was more than bitter. Um, and eventually I lost my job. And rightfully, I got fired. Um, and for that very thing, for gossiping. And I, I, I've thought about that many times. And, and, and one of the guys that were firing me, I think it was, who said to me, Robbie, if you respect yourself, then you, sh- you, know, you, you wouldn't work for somebody that you don't respect. Right? And, and if you don't respect them, you need to be thinking about why you, maybe you should. And, and what maybe goes into what they're trying to do to help you or to keep you employed or the fact that they're investing in your life. You know, there's all sorts of opportunities we have to sow good fruit or bad fruit. And you will get on a roll, whatever that may be. When we come back, I really need your stories. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. You call. God's on a roll. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. The earth trembled and the tomb began to shake. And like lightning from heaven, the stone was rolled away. And as dead men, the guards, they all God's role today <laughs> on the Christian Car Guy Show. Yes, he has risen indeed, my friend would tell you. Um, we need, you know, we're talking about how when we sow into the circle of what God gives you, we kind of reap. And what would your story be along those lines? You know, it, it, this is really, whether you thought about it, an opportunity for you to sow, right? Because there's at least thousands, maybe millions of people listening right now will listen to the podcast over the years, and that someone might hear something from your story that would sow into their life. You'll find out about it in heaven, maybe, or maybe some other way God will encourage you. But in order to do that, you do have to listen to him. You have to have the courage to dial 866-348-7884. And if you're good, you can do it the digital way, like eight six six three four truth. If you're digitally gifted, I'm not. I can't do that. But eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. So, you know, one of my all-time favorite. That I, I've, I, God's blown up this particular story in my life in so many different ways. I, I, I still don't believe it, and it really does have to do with somebody that, that died, and. Um, and God used his life miraculously. I, I, he was a friend of mine. I had worked with him for years and years. His name was Johnny Hendricks. You may have heard me tell his story before. He had come to me with cancer. I kind of blown him off even though I didn't know where he stood with God. But I had the opportunity through that relationship to help him study the Bible 
and later he went to a pastor, received Christ, and, and the last few weeks of his life were very miraculous. Like he talked to so many people in a very short period of time. He was truly a brother in Christ and really went deep. And again, that story, I've told it many times on the air, but the reason I've told it so many times on the air is that like, oh my goodness, I was a car dealer and I, I kind of knew that they were going to have me speak at his funeral. So God had planted, literally planted Johnny in the ground. And I spoke to literally the people were pouring out of the, of the thing at the funeral home in order to hear this particular, because he had knew so many people because it was a car salesman. And then within a couple, three weeks, I got asked to speak at a church also in Davie County, and the church was overflowing with people. And when I gave the invitation that day as a result of just telling the Johnny Hendricks story, the entire congregation, I'm not talking about the entire congregation came forward and prayed for people that they wanted to know to come to Christ. And I, I've had that happen four or five times in different churches around the country. I had it happen in Georgia just two years ago when I was there. And, and nearly the entire church came forward as a result of hearing this story where God planted Johnny Hendricks in the ground. Like, oh my goodness, look what he's done. He's in such a role. He, he, he does this. And so we love to honor people like Vinny when he passed away or my father you know, Dr. Sonny, we, we've done those. We, because God wants to honor the lives of, of those we love. Well, we do have Sarah is in Washington, so we get to hear her story. Sarah, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. And uh, I just want, it was wonderful to hear about your daughter going to uh, dress for, with her Easter dress. <laughs> That's what my daughter and I are going to do on Oh, really? Tomorrow. Oh. Yes, we, we decided, and I was figuring how we get a picture. Uh, well, maybe our neighbor will come over, and uh, if they have a, you know, take a picture with their phone and give. Anyway, I'm trying to figure that out. But we're going to do that, and uh, we're going to be attend church with our, well, where our, we're here in Washington, but we can attend uh, the church where my, our grandson. Uh, my, I mean, my great-grandson, uh, and, well, the family, he goes to, uh, well, he did go to, pre, you know, a school there, uh, preschool, and uh, at the at the, their church, uh, Episcopal Church. So we we see their their service, and we're going to see our, our pastor here on, uh, so I, we're so grateful for those, uh, it's not with wheels, but with that we get to visit everybody. And also in front of my refrigerator, uh, there's a, our refrigerator. There's we have a you know rug, but it's got a you know, it's, it's uh, my daughter got it. It has the hello spring. It says, and there's a, a, this cart full of flowers, and the wheels. Every time I open that refrigerator, I see those wheels. Oh, so on the cart, full of flowers, and this gave me a poem. I that's the way I I had a, a stroke when I was a, a well. I'm going to be 93 this year, but uh, I still have that short-term memory of when I had stroke when I was uh, in college in 1945. But you know what? Out of that, there's been 
God has really blessed me, and but He blesses me by using that part of my brain quickly. It's with a poem, so I'm going to read it to you. Thank you. Planting seeds of righteousness, so in the spring they bloom. In the garden of the Lord, you know there's plenty room. Show those flowers wherever you go to demonstrate God's love that others see each promise kept and and with you bless our God above. So anyway, that's That's awesome. That's so awesome. I got it. <laughs> I'm so grateful for your call today, Sarah Linda. And we got several other in Washington. I'm going to get to them real quick. Thank you for calling. God bless. God bless. Bye-bye. I have Judy is also in Washington this morning. Judy, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. I have two quick stories to share with you. Um, I was in a car accident a couple years ago in a Jeep, but I was off work for five months, and because of that, I started listening to Christian radio, which I've done every day since then. So that was a blessing. And then um, the second story I have to tell you is I was at the library, and a young girl didn't have enough money. She was making copies of something, and she said, could you borrow some money? And I said, sure, and I gave it to her. Forgot about it. About six months later, she said, I don't think you probably don't remember me, but you saved my life. And I was so shocked when she said that. I don't know the circumstances or anything, but um, that was a blessing also. Oh, my goodness, Judy. Yes, thank I you know. so much. That's awesome. I got to get through Francis. Thank you for calling with that. That makes my day. God bless. Well, we got Francis in Richmond. I want to get to you real quick. Francis, we only got about 30 seconds, but can you go? Yes, I can. Okay, go ahead. Look, I am really into worship music. And I was moved by that song that was playing when you all first came on this morning. Do you know the name of it? Yeah, Who'll Stop the Rain? By Or are you talking about the uh, You Can't Stop the Beat from Hairspray? Or maybe you heard Arise, My Love. That was the last song that we played. The last one, that's what I want. Arise, My Love, yes. It's by Hillsong. Oh, it's beautiful, beautiful song. Thank you, Francis. Thank Bye. you for calling Thank okay, who was it by? I think it's by Hillsong. Just wonderful. Hillsong. Arise, my love. It's a beautiful song. I- Thank you. Oh, Easter is coming. God is on a roll. He's in his chariot. It's going to be amazing tomorrow. So I hope you enjoy that. I enjoy so much being able to share with you. Thank you for listening to Christian Car Guy. Remember, ChristianCarGuy.com has that whole chart and the podcast and all that stuff right there. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years. Thanks for listening. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.